Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. All right, good afternoon. Welcome to this hour of the program. Rob Breckenridge with you here on this Thursday afternoon. Much more still to get to here today. You can reach us in Edmonton, 780-496-0063. You can reach us in Calgary, 403-974-8255. At the top of this hour, I want to talk about where things are headed when it comes to traffic courts, your ability to contest, to challenge a traffic ticket, traffic violation. Look, there's no secret that Alberta's courts right now are very backed up as a result of the pandemic. But does that justify this kind of an approach? Here's the story from Post Media today. In a major overhaul in how driving violations are processed in Alberta, traffic courts will be eliminated. Tickets will be emailed, and disputing those fines will cost up to $150. That according to government documents. The province is quietly implementing the changes that are to take effect February 1st as part of an effort to streamline a backlogged court system and free up police resources by quickly moving 2 million traffic tickets through the system each year. It also reduces the time motorists can decide to contest tickets from several weeks to just seven days and replaces traffic court with an adjudicator with decisions rendered in 30 days uh, in a process conducted online or over the phone. The government states a few fines will be increased, but the demerit system will remain unchanged and incidents that are highly complex will be exempt. What does this mean for those who feel they were issued a traffic ticket in error? They are innocent, that they want to fight these tickets. Well, our next guest says this presumption of innocence, due process, that it's potentially being thrown on the window. Charlie Pester is a former police officer, operates Points Calgary, which helps motorists fight tickets. Points.com, that's points with two T's, joins us on the line here this afternoon. Charlie, great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Hi, Rob. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, so um, maybe if I can start up clearing a couple of things that were mentioned in the article. Uh, yeah. This will not only be for the normally uh, the emailed or mailed out camera tickets. We're dealing with every provincial offense, whether it be enacted in this phase two or their next one, phase three. The province is basically in the process of taking away your rights on every single charge that they can, that they hold as a provincial jurisdiction. Okay, so just so we clarify that, yeah. uh, and then we'll be mailing t- just tickets out. These will be the tickets you're issued on the street as well as in accidents and things like that. Um, they're, they're the only, t- the only ones that they're talking about maybe setting into provincial court are probably things with, uh, very serious injuries or possibly fatalities, uh, which are generally dealt with in provincial court, uh, criminal division right now in any event. So there is no change there. The other clarifying point is 
This is not to clear up traffic court. This is a scheme that has been cooking since 2013. Um, and there's no question about that. I've met with three, uh, two in-person meetings with prior justice ministers and one phone meeting with with the current one. So, um, yeah, so just, we're, just so we're clear on that, this is, they're using this as an excuse. It's not the reason. And they've been using COVID as a cover on something that they've been unsuccessful in doing uh, for the last 10 years. So just so everyone's clear on that. Yeah, that's important to point out. So why then are they doing this? Or why do you think they want to do this? Rob, we are talking, we're not talking tens of millions of dollars. We're talking hundreds of millions of dollars. And that's just the fines. And, uh, you know, we can add in massive increased insurance because what this allows them to do, a couple of things it allows them to do is it'll, not only does it eliminate due process, eliminate the fact that you're, it, you're now guilty until proven innocent and you have to pay us more money if you want to try to prove you're innocent, and the onus is upon you to disprove whatever the allegation is against you with no cross-examination and they don't have to provide any evidence. And we're not just talking police witnesses. We're talking so you get into an accident, one party says one thing, one party says the other, uh, the police say, oh, well, I sort of believe that guy, so I'm going to write you the ticket. So you're now deemed guilty unless you can prove. You have to now prove the onus is upon you beyond the balance probabilities that that other individual, of which you're now not entitled to cross-examination, is not telling the truth. So anecdotally, they may throw out these adjudicators. They may toss out a few charges, but we're talking, my guess is probably into the fractions of a percentage point. Um, there will be no lesser charges, so there's no crown discretion. There's no judicial oversight. So let's just cover all the things that people think of when they think of a, of a free, fair system. Innocent until proven guilty, gone. Now guilty until proven innocent. Uh, equal in the eyes of the law, no. You're unequal in the eyes of the law. They are more equal than you are because you you have to disprove any allegation against you made by whether it's the police or some third party or whatever the case may be. And this will be for every provincial offense. It also, if you look at it closely, this is an attempt to work around Supreme Court of Canada decisions because way back when in a case called Wigglesworth, uh, the Supreme Court said, you cannot seriously contend that traffic offenses are not covered by the charter. So subsequent to this, I had a meeting with then Justice Minister Ganley when the bureaucrats that were trying to push this agenda tried to get the NDP to bite on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they simply said that, oh, we're just going to change the name to use as a workaround of the Supreme Court. Well, I'll tell you, my jaw just about hit the floor when I was at that meeting in Edmonton when that came out. Um, so, and another point that clarifies this is early on in a meeting, the prosecutors had with one of the architects of this program, and we're talking back in 2013, 2014 now, when they first initially tried to cook this up, uh, this prosecutor I know asked, what happens to all the innocent people? And the reply was, who cares? It's only money. And that pretty much says it all for me of how this system is going to work. Um, you know, it, it, it's clear we're talking absolute crazy amounts of money here. And, and it's an endless supply because you can just turn up the notch on enforcement. And 
do you find it a little coincidental that while the time they're trying to pull this off, they want to get rid of the Mounties and have their own little provincial police force so they can direct, control them, uh, make their own little enforcement agency? And that's what I suspect. Uh, you know, say what you will about the Mounties and the RCMP and what they say about this stuff, but they don't they don't take their directive with their highway patrol guys from any political entity they they you know they dance to their own beat is the bottom line um you know and this nonsense about trying to play oh well the rcmp are controlled by ottawa give me a break the rcmp the work traffic enforcement have, have they they get no more direction from ottawa than they do from me so i mean it's ridiculous you know, so you say the thing about this, yeah. You know, but I mean, this is supposed to take effect in less than a month. Oh, the yeah. Alberta government is being very, very quiet about all of this. Aren't oh they? yeah, yeah, oh yeah. And it was very tough. I'll tell you, it's been extremely tough to get any traction uh, in the public eye and the media, frankly, because all the oxygen has been sucked out of the room because of all the other stuff that's going I mean, you've got uh, COVID going around, you've got hospitalizations going up, you've got this province attacking the healthcare system, they're attacking the education system, and now here they are, they're attacking the court system. So, you know, does it really surprise you? Everything that they have any, any responsibility for, uh, and it is, these are responsibilities. These aren't just optional. These are responsibilities. This provincial government is responsible for the healthcare system. They're responsible for the education system. They're responsible for the court system. And they just want to abdicate those responsibilities and to create a monetization system that creates the massive amount of dollars for them and their friends in the insurance companies. And this system does exactly that. End of story. So. As you point out, I mean, we're really shifting the onus when it comes to fighting a ticket. And on top of that, we're actually going to charge people money for a review. It'd be fifty dollars for a ticket under two ninety nine, one hundred fifty dollars for any ticket over two ninety nine. And and you know what? If you really think you're going to get a fair shake from these guys, are you kidding me? You know, you know, we we know what they've got in store. Uh, there's no question they'll be they'll throw out a few anecdotal, you know, withdraws or not convicted, whatever. But my guess is we're talking 99.9 percent, you know, not going anywhere. And the other thing it allows the police to do, and here's here's the interesting thing, another interesting thing, is allows the police to enforce to a standard of perfection because established case law no longer applies. They've, they've writ, write, wrote right in there that we're getting rid of case law. So it allows, uh, uh, you know, uh, basically that. So standard of protection enforcement and the fact that they can charge the most more serious charges that they can dream up for any situation. Now, I can tell you right now that what's going to happen in every minor accident in this city, the likelihood is somebody's going to get done for careless and things like that. Uh, which will create massive hits on insurance. Plus, if you drive for a living, if you're on a commercial-type insurance and you get that sort of charge or some of the other more serious charges, uh, you're, you're finished. I mean, you're, you're done. You might as well find yourself a new career. We also have a very serious system of what's called geographical disproportional enforcement. And Alberta, within the country, has a geographical disproportionality of enforcement compared to other parts of the country. And we also, even when you break it down in the city of Calgary, the city of Calgary has a geographical disproportional uh, level of enforcement within the quadrants of the city, whereas the northeast of the city 
gets massive enforcement compared to other areas of the city. Uh, and I can tell you, if uh, if they enforce the number of tickets running around down in Mount Royal that they do up in uh, Forest Lawn or some of the other areas, uh, they'd be screaming bloody murder. Because I'll tell you, you could probably drive around for a week or more in Mount Royal without seeing a police car out there doing enforcement. So there's a, this brings out all sorts of problems. And when the pro, when the when the public is is looking for you know more oversight on police um, because of various things, I won't get into all that. But here we are; they want to push through a system that eliminates any oversight on the police, uh, and it's it's comic book time, Judge Dread type time with this stuff. I mean, it's absolutely insane, frankly, in my mind. But they're only interested in the dollars, and that's what this is all about. So. What about those who already have uh, something in, in the system, those oh, who have a court date, for they, example? Uh, any, anything that's been issued under the old system will probably get cleaned up uh, with, with, within the, uh, the old system, obviously. So. Okay. Yeah, but what does it mean for what does it mean for you guys and what you do? Oh, I'm going to retire. Yeah, I'm not going to participate. Even uh, I mean, for one, I don't think there's any room for a business like mine in this. It would be just ridiculous. Uh, And uh, for two, you know, uh, I want to retire. I mean, my (laughs) downtown is up, and you know, my last payments in April, and um, yeah, I'm 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 ready to head for the hill and enjoy some retirement and look at some other. you know, some other opportunities. So, you know, um, yeah. So, uh, but I, I real I really feel badly because I have employees that, uh, would like to keep working in this area and they, you know, obviously that's going to change. Uh, there's other competitors of mine who are frankly not in the same position I am to, re- well, for one, they're not as old as I am anyways. I'm, I'm pretty long in the tooth now. So, um, you know, so there's, there's going to be some issues there. Uh, you know, and we have uh, lots of uh, court clerks and, you know, prosecutors and uh, people like that who are also, uh, they're, they're going to be out as well. So, you know, yeah, there's impacts on it. I mean, people want to make, people want to try to make the issue. Uh, I've, I've had some people on uh, on groups that I belong to in social media try to make the issue all about me crying sour grapes and things like that. But, the, you know, really that's not what this is about. This is... Uh, you know, this is this is an attempt to make a permanent restriction of your rights uh, under under the fact that COVID came along, and right when COVID started, people started talking about this like permanent changes to your rights. I mean, we we have some transactional changes, uh, temporary changes uh, that have taken place. You know, shutdowns and things like that that. Uh, that have created problems for various industries. And I, I feel for them because I understand the costs of running a small business. So when, when your whole income can be shut down, I mean, especially if they have large debt levels uh, and, and leases and things like that, um, you know, but it seems like, uh, you know, this, per, I'll, I'll speak about this provincial government. They frankly don't care. I mean, they, they care. It's quite clear what what they care about. I mean, it really doesn't take much thought. And frankly, I'm embarrassed of myself for voting for these guys in any event. But 
Well, we'll, yeah, we'll keep a close eye on this, Charlie, but appreciate you helping us call attention to this, and uh, thanks for making some time for us here today. Yeah, if, appreciate uh, it. if the public really want to let their voices be heard, phone your phone your uh, local MLA and let them hear about it. And, um, you know, hopefully, uh, well, I, I, don't, I don't think they're going to change their position. They're going to go on this because they know the dollar amounts involved. Um, but hopefully the courts will slam the door on them because that's what it's going to come down to. And uh, that's, frankly, the only hope I think the public in this province, and it's not going to end just in Alberta. I can guarantee you that other provinces will jump right on board if these guys oh, get away, particularly in Right Charlie Pester, thanks again for joining us here. Really do appreciate thanks, it. Rob. Thanks, All Rob. the best. Uh, that's uh, Charlie Pester, former police officer with Points, points.com. That's Points with two Ts. And uh, yeah, we have a lot more to get to on this. We're back right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.